Hey, I'm personal development strategist, Christina Bartold, and you're listening to the podcast, Personally Developing. This is a podcast dedicated to the pursuit of personal growth and development. On this podcast, I'll interview people and share my expertise on personal development in a fun and relaxed atmosphere, perfect for a drive, run, or to accompany a face mask bath. Tune in each week. So welcome everyone. I am so excited because this is my first podcast of personally developing with a guest. And I'm so honored to have a lineup of guests coming over the next few months of people who are just inspiring and exciting and who are doing such incredible stuff. And we're starting with Shaylin, who is awesome. So I'm going to let Shaylin do the honor of introducing herself and giving you her spiel of all the great stuff that she's doing and, and what she's up to. And then we'll get started talking about her personal development journey. So I'll pass it over to you, Shaylin. Yay. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Christina, for having me on your podcast. I just recently had Christina on my podcast. So we are just connecting up all over the place. <laughs> so my name's Shaylin. Um, I am an energy balance coach. <laughs> uh, it's kind of a, a mouthful with all those C's in there, but um, I spend a lot of time with my clients working on a lot of inner work that kind of helps them with their outer world. So as far as becoming really consistent with their habits, uh, which I know Christina talked a lot, a lot about as well, um, really getting into, you know, why the why behind everything. So doing things, um, you know, what can I adjust in my personal life? What do I have control of and how can I change it up or adjust it or, or tweak it to, you know, make my nutrition better or my, my exercise or, you know, all these little pieces that we kind of have control over and bringing them back together so that you can live a more fully aligned and authentic lifestyle that really lights you up and makes you feel good. So that's what I work. That's how I work with my clients. That's what I'm all about. Um, and then as far as personal development, I have lots and lots of examples and stories about that. So let me know where you want me to start with all that. <laughs> and Shailen, you bring up so many good points in terms of the work that you do, because I think when we think personal development, I feel like we're always thinking about like books and seminars mm-hmm. and coaching, but it's really holistic and, and it's how you live your life. And in terms of what you eat, what you consume in your mind, like what you, how you move your body, like a lot of those things I think also contribute to our personal development, even if we don't give it the same credit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking about before we started, uh, this started talking about this, um, on this podcast, I was, Christina sent me over some questions about where kind of my journey of personal development started. And it's honestly, it started with working out (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it was, it didn't start with necessarily reading books or listening to podcasts or trying to, you know, better my mind. Like a lot of these things kind of point to, um, it started with the physical side of it. So thinking of it as like physical, emotional, like psychological, like your mindset, all these different things, mine started physically. So I started doing workouts and I started, you know, that changes your mood that changes Mm -hmm. your whole energy. And that's when I started getting into, well, if I can work out and feel this good, like I can adjust my food because that's obviously like, I don't, I can't work out without eating well. So then it, it rolled into like, okay, so what's healthy food. You start looking up, you know, what, what's, what's the best food for me with different, you know, nutrition plans and how does, how does your body work? And then it kind of goes into your brain, like your food affects your brain. And then I started getting into more, um, more of the, 
the personal development books and the the podcasts and really got into podcasts, obviously, since we mm. have my own podcast now too, um, but spent a lot of time with podcasts and it really just kind of snowballed from that original, like, I just want to, and, and it did, I wasn't thinking like, I want to be a better person. I was thinking I want to lose weight or I want to, you know, I want to not be so like, I want my clothes to fit. You know, I was thinking things like that, that were external mm. more. And then it kind of moved internal as I uh, went through all of that. Mm. It's amazing, Sherilyn, when I talk to clients who are trying to like make a change in their life, it always starts with like, I don't have time for that. Like, I don't have time to do this. Ooh. I don't have time to do that. And I find, and I talk about this all the time, like I, activity is like a pretty new thing in my life. And I've, I've been trying to include it in different areas. And I find that when I'm active, which is one of my goals, I seem to have more time, like, and more time for other things. It's like, it's the planning of being active and being like, okay, 20 minutes of, you know, working out joyful movement or whatever that looks like 30 minutes on a bike. It's like, then all of a sudden I have more time. It feels like I have more time to read. I, it, and I wonder if it's not more time that's being created in the day, because I don't think that's what it is. But I, I think it's more about like your priority shift. And when you put that energy into like, this is like my self-care and my personal development, my growth is my priority. And I'm going to start with that today. Then mm -hmm. I feel like it opens up other pockets for development. Yeah. Um, the key word you said there was priority. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's something that I work on with my clients so much. It's like, you do have time. Like we all have the same amount of hours in a day. It's just yeah. what you do with them. So if you make movement a priority and, and I always recommend that anyway, because it's just, it activates your whole body to have a great day. Like it activates your mind. Um, when you make that a priority, it does open up all this other, it like clears your head. It clears mm. like, you know, you, when you, prioritize that it really does give you so much more control over what you're spending your time on because it makes you more aware you're more self-aware like okay am I um all right after I do this workout it's literally 20 minutes I got 20 minutes then it's like the next thing you have to do well this you know is only gonna take me five minutes and mm -hmm. maybe you thought like you were making it bigger in your head like oh it's gonna take me forever but really it's a five minute task like so you learn to kind of as you focus on that, uh, improving that one area, it, it bounces out to like all the other ones. Like, Oh, I got this. Like I, if I can do 20 minutes, I can do another 20 minutes of something else. That's a priority to me. A hundred percent. I, Oh yeah. And, uh, one of the things that a coach once told me that has been so helpful, uh, and I'll, I'll link this, this coach in particular, it's from a, a nutrition program called the hop 90. But one of the things we talked a lot about was, starting your day the way that you want it to continue, right? Like start the way you want to yeah. continue. So it's like, I, I have a lot of clients who we work on like routines and things like that. And they're like, I don't want to wake up and like do a 30 minute hit workout and then chat. Like that just doesn't feel like natural for me. And it's like, okay, but can you go on a 15 minute walk? And if I go on a 15 minute walk, like I did this morning, right before I chatted with you, like, mm -hmm. I know I'll likely be active again because I started the, my day, the way that I want it to continue. Like I want to close the rings on my Apple watch. I want to like do right. what I need to do. Right. So, um, it's amazing how when we infuse those things like early on in our days, um, whether that's reading, if people want to get better at reading or um, listening to podcasts, a bit of learning in the morning, um, that stuff continues throughout the day because it's, it's kind of our, like the first thing we've seen. Yeah, absolutely. And, and having that kind of, um, I lost my train of thought already. 
<laughs> the, the Apple watch is, you know, like having that goal for the day. If you started mm-hmm. off right, it's kind of like when they say, um, make your bed first thing in the morning, because it's a, it's a small, easy win. Yeah. And then, Oh, now I remember my train of thought. So, um, <laughs> you're, 20 minutes of, of whatever kind of movement you, you want. Like, uh, that's one thing that I also tell people all the time, like find something that you enjoy because Mm. that's, what's going to motivate you. Like, I'm not a fan of running. I used to, you know, I tried the the couch when I was starting my whole journey, it was like couch to 5k. Mm. Like I'm going to do this because, and it's a great motivator if you're just starting to run, because it's like, you walk, you work your way up to running a mile and, or running for 10 minutes straight or whatever. It gives you markers. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're motivated by like those little wins, like making your bed, like this is like, okay, I ran for one minute straight, like didn't stop. I ran for two minutes straight. It like builds up. So it's a great program, but I don't like running. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, so after I did that, I was like, okay, I could do this. But then it was like, it opened more doors for other things to do, but like finding that thing that really like, even if you, if, even if it is just, you know, go for a walk, go for, mm-hmm. you know, turn on, turn on a playlist and dance to five songs. Like, I don't know, like something that actually excites you or at least gets you moving in a way that feels good to you is so key. Like when you're adding in these new habits and these new like things into your, in, to make your life better, this whole big picture, like little bits at a time. And I think, Shaylin, that extends, past, obviously, past movement, right? Which I think is what you're saying as well, is that, like, mm-hmm. even, you know, you were talking about at the beginning, you're like, I love podcasts. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't really love podcasts. Like, I like, the, <laughs> I like the concept of them. I am, but for me, it's really important. I I like some, like, there's some that I'm, like, really into. And, and Shaylin, I've listened to a bunch of your episodes. I think they're awesome. And, you know, I, I love coaching podcasts. Like, that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But people are obsessed with armchair expert, like Dak Shepard's podcast. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So people <laughs> yeah. I know are like obsessed yeah. with that. And I remember I used to listen to it all the time. Why? I didn't even like it. I don't, like, <laughs> I don't really enjoy his interviewing style. I think the people he has on there are brilliant, but like, yeah. I don't love the dialogue, but I was doing it because it, it felt like everyone else was doing it. Right. And I think with PD, like, it's so important. I talk about this all the time. It's like, you need to do your, like, you need to find your why of like what PD feels like for you and if you don't like podcasts don't listen to podcasts like if you don't like an author that everyone else like loves that's okay like it's like it's fine everyone will will live if you don't want like Michelle Obama's yeah. book like you know right. so I love Michelle Obama's book but that doesn't mean everyone does right um, exactly so yeah I, I definitely think it's it's about finding that why like you you were talking about even in your own work like with clients it's like helping mm-hmm. people find their their purpose and um then I think personal development kind of branches off from there yeah. And especially podcast books, like people recommend things to me all the time, or I even the ones that I recommend out to people. And I'm like, this is an amazing book. You know, this is an awesome show. Like you should listen to this. It doesn't mean the other person's going to love it too. Mm-hmm. And I spent a lot of time when I first discovered podcasts years ago, um, I was like, oh my God, you know, just click through all the top ones. Like they show like whatever app you listen on, it's like top in this, you know, in, in education, top in business, top, you know, all the top shows. So I go through and I, you know, listen to a little bit and like, it took me a long time to kind of pare down because I was getting to the point where I was like, just listening, like, and actually tuning it out. (laughs) So I turn on a show and it'd be like, this is like this popular show. And it didn't 
resonate with me. And like, I even went through a phase where I listened to a bunch of true crime and like, you know, <laughs> like historical, like there was a one um, podcast producer that put on like a whole bunch of like women in business, women in history. Like, so I was like, I was learning all this stuff, but like, it wasn't really, it, I, I kind of tuned it out after a while. So being intentional. And I think we talked about this on my show that you were on about being super intentional about what you're consuming. Like if the book doesn't resonate with you, you don't have to finish it. <laughs> like totally. if the podcast is you're tuning it, you realize you're tuning it out, like turn it off because mm-hmm. obviously it's like, you could be either listening to something else or actually doing a full, fully different thing with your time. And just uh, goes back to that, the priorities, like what is your, what is the purpose here? And like, what are we really trying to get out of this and be get, becoming really clear on that? You bring up true crime. It's so funny. And, and we can run after this, but I was going to say, so I did a early on in my business. Like when I first started, I did this Instagram post because I used to like, so everyone loves these true crime po- podcasts. Someone's into yeah. the, um, my favorite murder, like those ones. And uh-huh. I, again, was swept up in the, like, everyone loves murder podcasts. I should yeah. love murder podcasts. And I didn't like them. And so I would feel so guilty. I would cue them up and then it would, they would come on and I'd be like, no, I don't want to, I just don't want to listen to this. And I would never <laughs> yeah. want to, never, Shannon. Like I would drive and I'd be like, oh God, oh God. And <laughs> I, I had this realization where I was like, I'm just going to delete these because I feel so guilty having so many in the queue, which is yeah. also partly why I don't like podcasts is because they, they update so frequently. And if I don't have time, I, I feel guilt about not finishing them. And yeah. that's not a good approach, but um. I remember talking to my friends and I was like, I just, I can't, I can't with the murder podcast. And they were like, okay, like that, that's fine. And I was like, yeah, it is fine. Oh. I don't like murder podcasts. And maybe that's the more normal thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, we, we create these systems for ourselves where we're like, we need to like these things because other people yeah. do. Um, these are popular things we need to lean into, you know? Yeah. I think that's a huge part of personal development too, because you kind of learn along the way, like what you like and what you don't like, and you may not have ever thought about it before. Like I would just tune out on a lot of those shows because they were horrific. And I was like, (laughs) I'm trying, like, I'm, I'm a like pretty positive bubbly kind of like cheery person. Like I don't need to be listening about people getting slayed. (laughs) That's not the kind of slaying we're doing here. Like, (laughs) you know, I was like, this has got to go. I'm not into this. And it's gotten, I've gotten it down to like, this is my Monday show. This is my Tuesday show, Wednesday, Thursday. And then there's a couple on Friday that I like. It's like my good, my data, like listen to fun ones. Like they come out on Friday. So it's nice to like try all these things, but really getting like what, what shows am I really getting something out of? Like, and also the time commitment too. I mean, you can put them on in the background, but then are you really listening to them? Like, you know, a lot of times people like to listen to them when they're walking or while they're, I do it when I'm usually when I'm like making breakfast or something, you know, I'm, I'm fixing a meal up and that's when I'll listen to something like that or while I'm driving so that I can actually like, it's only like I'm doing two things instead of like 70 things and then mm-hmm. having someone talking in my ears. So I've gotten it down to like just a few that really, I really love look and I look forward to because yeah. if you're dreading them, <laughs> like you were saying, like, then what's the point? <laughs> hundred percent. And I think we could do a whole part two on this about like, you know, I, I even was thinking about how do we, as, so as people engage in personal development, like 
I know people who have on their habit trackers, like, which I talk about all the time, constantly, um, habit trackers, we have things like listen to a podcast, but if you're not even listening to it, like you're just doing it to check it off and it's not meaningful. That's not meaningful development. Like, and so not only is that taking away from probably your peace of mind, because silence, I think is also important and having some time of quiet is important. Um, but also like, that's not a win, right? Like it's not a win to listen to in the background and then be like, oh, I didn't get any of that. Um, right. It's, just, I don't know. So I, I think, yeah, we can do a part. We'll have a part two. <laughs> so maybe Shailen, you could talk a little bit about your PD journey. Like, tell us a little bit about like PD that you've engaged in and, and how you've gotten to the space that yeah. you're in now. So I started with just the exercise, you know, just started moving my body more. And then I started learning about nutrition and things that I, I kind of realized that there was a lot of things that I didn't learn in school. (laughs) And that's where the PD stuff comes in because it's personal. It's not like your educational journey or, you know, your, your postgraduate or whatever, you know, it's not, it's not stuff that you learn necessarily in the workforce. Like, like, how can I be a better person? Like in so many different ways. And there's so many different ways to do that. So I, I love to read, you know, I started with books and the most popular ones, you know, would jump out at me. And I took some from, you know, different things here and there. I really loved um, Gretchen Rubin for a long time. I was read the, the happiness project and um, happier, happier at home or better than before. She has a whole bunch, four tendencies. I always bring that up on my show because it's, it's really pairs it down. Like there's four types of people. Right. Um, And I could go into that or you could, you know, she has a podcast too, (laughs) Um, but really got into books. Um, Then I found podcasts, of course, and finding the balance between all of that too was really part of it because like I said, like I would listen to a whole bunch and then I really was like, what do I want to get out of this? Like, I don't want to just tune it out. So um, went through a lot of like finding that balance of like, there were times where like, I would just have it just continuously play for the whole day like while I was working at, you know, I worked at a restaurant for a long time, I would just have it going the whole day. And I realized it was, I wasn't retaining any of it. Like I wasn't implementing anything. So I really kind of pared it down. Um, And then just courses and like things like um, I started my business and I got into, um, I worked with coaches, of course, like that's part of personal development. I mean, um, even though it's a, like I'm working with them and I have to, it's like, I have to actually do the work though. Like, so, you know, when you hire a coach, you're working with a coach, you have to, you have to have this understanding that like, they're not going to do this for you. Like you have to come back and like, realize like, okay, now like, here's all the prompts. Here's all the things that we worked on. Here's what I'm going to do. Like, and then it's on you. And then it's your own personal journey again. (laughs) Like you, even Mm -hmm. though you have this little, like, so it's nice to have somebody to kind of guide you through the process and kind of see like your blind spots because you can read all the books, you can listen to all the podcasts and you can still be missing, have a missing piece that someone else like can show you as, totally. as your coach. Right. And how she Lynn, and uh, this is a little off the beaten track of what we've been talking about, but how do you, how have you chosen coaches in the past? Like when you've been looking for to invest with someone, how, how have you made that choice? Um, so I'm, I'm a pretty intuitive person. Like I definitely, and and this can go both ways. So I, in the past have just 
really vibed with that person. You know, I follow like whenever I, I go into research mode, like with the books, the podcasts, and with like coaches, people, business stuff, just the whole entrepreneur journey. Like you're constantly researching, you're constantly like learning. What do I do next? Why does this work? What's the psychology behind this? And so kind of the same thing with a coach. Like I would really do my research, like look at their website, look at their socials, like learn, learn what they're all about. Listen, if they have video, I'm watching their videos. I want to see what their vibe is. I want to like feel out like if we'd be a good match. And then usually you would get on a consult call. You'd talk to them. Like they can tell you how they help, like all this stuff. So I just kind of would try to listen to my gut and be like, is this person like who I need? Is this the energy that I need right now? Like, what are they going to help me do? So I've hired coaches that were just general like life coach. I've also hired business coaches. I've also hired coaches that didn't work out so well. And that, you know, maybe um, my intuition wasn't, wasn't really playing into it. And I was more, you know, in my head about things. So it's good and bad. It's both ways. Like you kind of have to look at it as regardless of whether it turns out great and you get everything that you thought you were going to get, or if it doesn't, you learn something either way. And that's kind of the point of personal development and, and the, and the entrepreneurial journey, any journey that you're on. Um, you know, even if it's like your exercise journey, like there's some things like that you're going to love. And then like, like me, I don't like running. I'm not going to run anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. so you learn, you learn what you like and what you don't like about it. And mm. that's part of um, the whole experience, just going through both, both sides of that. <laughs> totally. And I think when you're choosing people to invest your PDU in, whether it's an author or a coach or anything like listening to your why and you know what, like what you are actually looking for. Cause I know for myself, we've talked about this before, Shailen, but like I made a bad coaching investment once and a big piece of that was like, this person was so not aligned with like what I was looking for. I had no subject matter expertise, but had a really flashy component that I was like, oh yeah, like I could buy into that. And then afterwards I was like, oh my gosh, like, no, like that's not, not for me. And I, I've been similar in terms of being a coach where I've met with people and afterwards I've been like in a discovery call, I'm like, I don't think I'm what you need. And I'm, I'm not going to pretend I am. So you know, I, I have some great recommendations. I have some other people that might be a little bit more your vibe than me, uh, because it's on the other end. It's also like, it's painful for me to work with somebody who is maybe not uh, as invested in in what I'm hoping for, for them or what they are hoping for, for themselves. And yeah. um, Yeah. So you need to make those kind of smart choices. Yeah. And it's kind of like, even at a lower level without the cost involved, the podcast, like you don't need, you, 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 feel that vibe you feel that like is this something that I is this something I really need (laughs) like coming back to your why like why am I listening to this what am I trying to get out of it why am I hiring this person what am I trying to get out of our coaching relationship like really being clear on that and sometimes it takes a little bit to kind of dig into that and I spent a lot of time um just journaling and like just really getting clear on that and I I you know I'll it's as simple as looking up journal prompts I actually just did a post about journaling for clarity and so it like kind of fits right in but like just getting really clear on like what do you want like what are you trying to improve and is this the right thing to do that and that flashy thing like you said like the flashy podcast the flashy book that everybody loves that it's really easy to get sucked into that but like just staying true to yourself and what you really want to get out of it. If it doesn't vibe, it doesn't vibe. Let it go. Mm-hmm. 
Totally. And I'm, I'm uh, biting my tongue because I do this all the time. I, I always rant about Rachel Hollis. Uh, so I'm not going to today. I'm going to leave this so we can go on to our next question. But um, what kind of PD, Shailen, do you invest in? Like what is, you know, you've talked a little bit about some of the stuff that you've been doing, but what do you invest in or what's on your invest list? Like something you're like, oh, like if I had the cash money, I would do that tomorrow. Um, well, I, I, have a problem buying books. <laughs> so I, yeah, yep. Yeah. So lots of books. I have a basket next to my bed that has like six or seven books in it that I'm like either halfway in or not started yet, or they're just, they're ready to go. So always books. And then I always have a list going of ones that I want to read. Um, and that, that, that's like, I, I have to be connected to the author. I've gotten a little choosy about that because there's been a lot that have been recommended to me and I'm just like, like I can tell you right now I'm sitting next to my bookshelf in my office. So I try to keep my businessy books in here. And there's one called um, principles by Ray Dalio. And it is like this huge book and I'm just so intimidated by it. Like, and it's like, does this look scary to you? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So I haven't even cracked it, but it was recommended on a personal development podcast. So I bought it. <laughs> so I've gotten a little more choosy and I haven't been doing that as much. Like I'll put it on my list. I'll check it out. I'll see if it's like the author, like I jive with the author and, you know, sometimes they don't, but, uh, and then as far as other, other things that I would invest in, um, I just recently invested in a coaching program that was an excellent alignment with what I'm trying to do, um, in my business this year. And, uh, it's a, it's a group coaching. Well, it's kind of a, it's, it's kind of a combination of a few different things. It's group coaching. It's the course, you know, there's a live support component to it and it really fits in with what I needed because I've worked with one-on-one one coaches before where, you know, I'd work with them an extended amount of time. They were, I had direct access to them all the time, which is great, which is how I work with my clients but I'm kind of past the point of like the beginner. Like I don't need someone holding my hand <laughs> necessarily for, you know, every little thing. I just want somebody there to kind of, and that came with personal development, like really leaning into that intuition to where like, I, I know I'm the best person to make the decisions for my business. So I don't need a one-on-one coach to tell me what to do at every turn. Totally. And I started leaning into like really getting into trusting that and so found a really awesome program you know and that was right after I had had a really terrible investment in a program that was like one of those flashy like here's what you're gonna get here's what it's gonna be all about and then once you got into it it wasn't so um probably in the future I would um I'm always investing in coaches I always say coaches need coaches I think it's really beneficial you can read the book but that doesn't mean you're gonna implement what you learned but if you're working with a coach and you're like, okay, this week, this is what my goals are. Hold me accountable to them. That's a big part of it. Where do you see like gaps that I'm missing? Like having that back and forth is like the feedback that you don't get from reading a book or a podcast it's kind of one-sided having that feedback from a one-on-one kind of relationship with a coach is, is super valuable. Totally. I was going to say when you were talking about the, the one-on-one versus the group and, and all of that, like um, one of my programs is a, a group program that has like some, it's a, an annual, like a one-year program. It has one-on-one components in it. Mm-hmm. And 
that I feel like is the perfect blend. I love working with clients one-on-one. I, I really do. I, I get a lot of, um, I get a lot of juice from it and I like love seeing the transformation, but I do think that the group component, like there's this level of accountability where like I'm myself, I'm, I'm in a little business community of, of women and run by kind of a local woman and she's incredible, but it's called the Honest Hustle Club. I'll link it as well. Uh, but it's, like, it's so great to have that group accountability where you have other people who are going through the same things. Yeah. It's not just the coach who's like stage on the stage. It's like, you have that group with other people where you're all connected. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. That's, and that's what I was looking for too. When I found this program was having that community because it was, I had worked with other coaches one-on-one and it was like, this is the way, this is how I do it. This is how you should try it. Like, and it's not like they were telling me I had to do it their way. It was just like, this is what I suggest is what I recommend, you know, but now I see in this group, there's everybody, it has the same kind of things pop up, you know, problems when we talk about wins too. It's not all like doom and gloom, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, nothing's working. It's not really <laughs> like that. It's more like <laughs> we're, we're all kind of going through a process, the same process, but in our different ways mm-hmm. and just having that support and having that like feedback and, and being able to be in a community. That's what I was really missing because online business is pretty lonely. If you don't dig into having like a community or a little tribe that kind of understands what you're going through it's it's pretty tough so it's good to have that community component too a hundred percent and so I did a book club recently through my business we did think like a monk by Jay Shetty and he talks about um how you are so much closer to your goals when you surround yourself with people who also are kind of interested in the same thing. So for example, like you have health and fitness goals, like you want to be surrounding yourself with people who are also kind of engaged in health and fitness or or nutrition or whatever that looks like. Uh, And it's the same thing with PD. Like, I think when you engage, I find like I have, I have such not to, uh, to my own horn, but I have such amazing friends. Like I always, I always have, I have the coolest friends and my friends are so smart. Like, and I'm always yeah. like, Oh my gosh, like I'll leave a conversation with them. And it's like, it's so insightful. And when I got uh, my, met my husband and we started like kind of hanging out with my friends, he was like, your friends are always talking about intellectual stuff. Like, he's like, you guys are always talking about books and, and like concepts <laughs> and economics. And I just don't understand. And I'm just like, yeah, because that's like fun for us because that's what I chose to spend my life around. And not that yeah. you, you can have fun friends. Like it's it like, we yeah. still have so much fun. Like we still go out, we still do all the things, but we have to like these deep conversations and like, cause that's my group. And so I think yeah. surrounding yourself around people who are also engaged in PD brings you closer to your PD goals just inherently because you can talk about them in like an open space. Absolutely. And I think being kind of a champion for the cause, kind of just being, uh, you know, open to like discussing your own, like, here's what I'm working on. Here's this, that, whatever. I've had friends that were not into PD who have picked it up since I've been so into it and like vocal about like, I'm reading this book or I'm listening to this podcast. I'm going to share it. This is, you know, and I, I really started to see so many of my friends that were not into any of that stuff to begin with, they were still, you know, like you said, they're still fun. They're still awesome friends to be around. Like can totally talk about anything, but like to have somebody like to be having a conversation about like your intuition, mm-hmm. like it doesn't ne- naturally necessarily pop up unless your friends are also, or, you know, people around you are also kind of doing that work or trying to understand that too. So it's been really cool to see 
so many people like get into some of these little like podcasts are free audiobooks that's another thing I didn't talk about um I borrow audiobooks from my library and they're free <laughs> and so I'm constantly listening to those too or you know even just borrowing the physical book and just seeing them like start to pick up those books or to be like oh I listen to that podcast too like it's so awesome because now you know you're like starting to not only affect change but you're surrounding yourself with people who get it who are really in on the same kind of journey as you different journey maybe but same mental or I don't even want to say mental the same kind of objective I guess (laughs) to just better themselves yeah and it's funny because I I I don't know if you find this as a coach because I definitely find this as a coach but like it takes everything I have not to voice note my friends when I like read something and think about it. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I read this amazing book. And, and I think my friend Kara will love this. And I just need to voice note her this. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, I need to not voice note her because she's not my client and also probably doesn't like care uh, <laughs> about the same way. Um, but yeah, when you surround yourself around those people, like it's, you talk about books, you're like, you're talking about podcasts, talking about the news. Um, and you're also continuing to challenge yourself because of, of all the mm-hmm. different perspectives. So I love that. Yeah. I was going to ask you when you win $10,000 tomorrow on PD, there's a PD scholarship. I don't have this. I just want to let you know uh, up front. What do you spend it on? Oh, I would probably put it to use on (laughs) another either coach or course (laughs) for business. Um, I think the there's a few little gaps that I feel like I'm missing. I, I don't come from a business background. So a lot of my personal development is about coaching and business and selling and sales and, and the kind of the, the side that like I, I just feel the least comfortable with. So it's like that's where I would put it towards. Like I wouldn't – I think part of it is like it's not necessarily – like when you say personal development, like – or self-improvement or, you know, self-development. There's so many different ways people say it, but I think sometimes you get the, some people get the impression that there must be something wrong with them that they want to fix through this personal development. And it's not necessarily that it's, that you need to fix it. It's like more about the growth of like where you're already at, like just expanding and growing from where you are. Not that it was wrong in the first place. So I think that's what I would do with, if I had $10,000 to spend on PD, it'd be, it would be towards co- another, you know, a higher level business coach or like somebody that really specified in sales or, you know, systems is another thing that I'm, I'm really getting into. And it's more technical stuff than anything, but like, I want to learn how to do it myself too. Mm. So. And it's, I think online business is amazing. Like not to, to take us too off track, but I think online business is yeah. amazing because there is so much so many resources out there. Uh, so many things that like you can constantly be doing. And I know when I started my business, the, like most of the time last year, I was like, oh my gosh, like what do I invest in? There's so many things. Like I, I need to learn how to sell. I need to learn how to Instagram. I need to learn how to um, email market. Like I need to learn how to sell on my website. What's passive income? Like, and it's amazing. And we talked about this briefly kind of before the call is like, where do you put your eggs? Like, how do you decide what eggs, Yeah. you know, what, what you should put in your basket? And it's the same thing with PD, right? Like the full circle. It's like, what podcast should you be listening to? What book should you be reading? Yeah. Like, it's just, again, all about your why and that intention. Yeah. I think there's like a little like learning curve or learning like a transition period between like, oh, I want to do this thing. 
and then doing the thing. Like there's a time in between where you're like figuring out, well, what podcasts do I listen to? And like, who do I, who do I really vibe with on these? So that's how like mine got narrowed down to like, I have Monday podcast, Tuesday podcast, Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And I just listen to like one or two a day, like not the whole day. Like there's that, that transition period was me like over listening to like too many, listen to all the true crime and the stuff that really (laughs) wasn't relevant to me. And then pairing it way back down to like, okay, now I know like what I really want to focus on. I figured out my why I want to listen to business development, personal, like, you know, you lifestyle ones. And then Friday, I'm going to have like my fun ones. Yeah, <laughs> so totally. finding, finding that balance, like that transition period between like, I want to grow, I want to learn. And like, this is how I do it. Like the middle, messy middle. Messy middle. I love it. <laughs> and then my last question for you, Shannon, is just what kind of PD do you provide your clients? And I, I know you have an amazing podcast. I'll also link that in the notes. And um, I was on it a few weeks ago uh, talking about habits. So uh, you can, those of you who are listening can listen to that. But uh, what kind of PD do you help your, your clients kind of engage in? So like we kind of talked about in the beginning, it's very holistic. And a lot of people find me through fitness because it's, I mean, it's so funny. It really has come full circle. Like that's how I started. And now I'm helping people that are starting to get really serious about their fitness and health and all of that. So it's a lot of times it's helping them find the right workout, like something that they really enjoy. Uh, A lot of times it's just refining their nutrition, just kind of like being more aware of like what triggers and habits and things like that, like that are kind of becoming obstacles for them and how, how can we adjust a little bit? Um, so a lot of times it's the physical stuff. And then as far as, you know, I help with some current, I'm just thinking of like my current clients. Um, sometimes it's helping them just have a more positive outlook about their career or Mm. like working on, um, you know, I'll give them journal prompts and I'm, I'm not like huge on, on tons and tons of journal prompts all the time, but I find that like, even just one a day or even just like writing, you know, I, I do different little things here and there where I'm like, listen to this, like, here's a couple questions, like, think about these. Really, it's just, I don't have all the answers. I, I try to tell them that too. Like, I don't have the answers. So personal development is a lot of like, asking questions. <laughs> so I'll ask my clients a lot of questions, and then let them come to their own answers. And sometimes that is just enough. Like, that's just what needs to kind of come out. And that's, they have maybe have never thought of that question before and they aren't going to maybe hear it from a podcast or a book or, you know, whatever, they're going to hear it from their coach. So um, that's a big part of what I do is, is really just asking questions and letting them kind of come to their own answers and conclusions. And then going from there, like, you know, asking them like, what really, what really lights you up? Like what, what's really something that gets you really excited and a lot of times it has nothing to do with like their job or what they do for work or the, or even the workouts. Like it's something totally different. And I'm like, so then my next question is like, why aren't you doing more of that? <laughs> like, how can we incorporate more of that into your life? Whatever it is that's lighting you up. So a lot of times that is the, the very simple, like at its core, that is the personal development that I help my clients with. Mm. I was going to say, Shailen, it sounds like we're similar in approach in terms of like, I see myself like I like the word coach and I think that's the way like I market myself but it's like 
really facilitating, like facilitating growth for other people. And it like, and you said it kind of at the beginning, like, I don't do like, I don't do work for my clients. My clients do work for themselves. Like they, like, I'm not going to like hold people's hands. I have had clients who I've, I've like quote unquote fired um, because I'm like, you're not doing the work. Like, I don't like, don't pay me. Cause you're not doing the work. Um, right. It's important that people need to, when they make those investments, like they're investing in themselves and they got to like step up in that way. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of a big component of when I am speaking to a potential client or even, you know, just on social media, it's like, here's what I do, but guess what? Like you have to do the same. Like you have to, you have to put in just as much effort as like, here's what I'm going to offer you, but this is not like I'm I'm done for you service. (laughs) A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I love that. And Shailene, if people were looking for you, because I've no doubt they will be after hearing your wisdom today, where could they find you? How could they connect with you? Um, I'm on Instagram a lot uh, at consistently.shaylin. Um, and then you, I also like all my links are on there. You can jump on the link in my bio and there's, you can find the podcast um, anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's conscious confessions. Um, and then you can also join my email list. Um, if you're looking for fitness related stuff, that's all in there too. Um, yeah. Instagram's the best place though. <laughs> Awesome. And I'll make sure I link that in the show notes too. And, um, and what kind of, uh, in terms of offerings, what do you have going on right now that people who are listening would be able to engage in? Um, right now I have, um, well, I have my motivation menu freebie. Um, that's in my, in my bio on Instagram. You can grab that. Uh, it's just a list of mind, body, soul kind of prompts to kind of get you started with, you know, getting motivated, just some different ways that you can kind of incorporate some personal development or just get your energy up. So that's available anytime. Um, and then I'm also, I have some spots open for one-on-one coaching. Um, so those, you just have to contact me and we can talk about working together if it's something that you'd be interested in. And, um, again, I also have fitness stuff available too. (laughs) That's like, I, I keep that in my back pocket because I think it's just such a huge part of of just your energy. And I'm all about just being high vibe and, you know, honoring the highs and lows, but exercise definitely helps. So I have, um, a video vault that's available to awesome. workouts. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Shailen, for being the first guest on personally developing. Yay. I am so honored to chat with you and I had such a great time chatting on your podcast that I was so eager to invite you back on here. And for everyone listening, please go check Shaylin out. Uh, I will link everything in the show notes so you can see everything there. And thanks so much for listening. Awesome. Thank you so much, Christina. Thanks, everybody.